Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. In a really amazing selection of other podcasts indicative of the recruitment market and the business market, for whatever reason you're listening now, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. We couldn't do this without our sponsor and our partners. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the show, but thank you to Pager, our sponsors, and our partners, Inclusion Crowd and Needy. And without further ado, let's jump in to get to know this week's guest. Well, today's guest is joining me all the way from Altrungham in Cheshire, so not very far at all from where I'm based in Lancashire. And this is Alex McCann, who is a stalwart in social media he's actually been in the social media world for over 20 years he's a trainer and social media speaker and blogger and I invited Alex onto the show because I wanted to talk around the evolution of social media in relation to recruiters particularly uh, where he sees LinkedIn going in terms of its enormous impact on our lives day to day where he thinks TikTok will be and the likes um, as we evolve over the next few years and also we talk around ChatGPT, how he's using it in his job as a marketeer and how we can possibly embrace it ourselves. You're definitely in for a really enjoyable, short, sharp, sweet episode. We can't wait for you to get to know Alex. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And I'm so excited to finally meet today. We almost nearly met a few years ago. We've just discovered offline. Alex McCann, who might be well, well recognised if you're joining us over on LinkedIn. He is a social media trainer at Altrincham HQ, and he's also a social media speaker and blogger. Welcome to today, Alex. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks for having us. I always I always love these opportunities to get to speak to new people. Absolutely. And, you know, a fellow Mancunian by the looks of it. Obviously, you're North, we know you're South, I'm North We're Manchester. South. You're South to me. But it's really lovely because what I love about this community that you feel listening now is that we have literally got people all around the world. But when I interview somebody from my hometown in Manchester, it's just brilliant. Although Altrincham's Cheshire, darling. So for those, yes. <laughs> for those who are not yet familiar with who you do and what you do, who you are and what you do, what, what do you actually do? Talk to a little bit about Altrincham HQ. Yeah, I've just done some posts about it recently, and I've had a 24-year marketing career. I know. Wow. Hopefully you don't look it. Much, you don't look it. And that's why I've been sort of emphasising how long I've been in it. I mean, I, I, I use the phrase a highly experienced marketer. So I've been running a social media company since 2009, wow. um, which if you think 2009, not a lot of people were doing social media. Um, <laughs> but before that, I, I used to be a um, I used to be a journalist and run an events company. So my background actually came from rock and roll to, to marketing. And I love what I do. So my life is, is spending helping people improve their social media marketing. That can literally be, we've been working with a travel business earlier today. We're working with a tea room next week. We're working with a, a home interiors company in between that. Wow. Uh, we work with recruiters, obviously. We work with all different types of businesses, which means Every day is different, but we basically, our mission is to turn businesses, social media from average to great. I love it. And what I like about that, actually, I, is that because you're working across a number of different industries, you're getting very different viewpoints. And then not that you're going to plagiarise this, but actually you can create this best practice so if, you know, you see that one particular industry is doing brilliant things with one particular social media, you think, well, actually, so that's worked really well in car sales. That could work really well in insurance or whatever. Maybe they're bad yeah. examples. But you actually, you're getting a really interesting objective perspective of, of the broad economy. 
Oh yeah, hundred hundred percent. I mean, a lot of my inspiration comes from fitness people. I'm into my running. Me I'm into going to the gym, and I'll see like a fitness person do something that's really motivational, and think if I just change two things, I can do that as a marketing spin on that. And yeah. it's just so, yeah, it's so useful to not think as just I'm a recruiter. Yeah. It's thinking like I'm a marketer. I'm a media company. How can I communicate in the best way possible? And sometimes the best people might not be in your industry. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. There's a guy on Instagram, and I, and I hope I get this right. I think he's called the fitness trainer. And he's the food one. He's the one that he'll, he's very droll and he's always very sad faced and he comes along. And I think he's absolutely hilarious. And I'm always, I share no other fitness people, <laughs> but I share him because he just talks yeah. about the nonsense around calories and, you know, punishing your body. But anyway, that's a total aside. So I'm, I'm very interested, and I like the fact that you have sort of positioned this as a moment in time, 2009, let's think, we were coming out of the recession, and if you're listening to this and you are quite new to recruitment, which a lot of our audience are, um, it, it's not dissimilar to what could have happened in COVID, but didn't yeah. because of furlough and the bounce back schemes, the businesses didn't crash and burn, but we are seeing the hangover of that now, certainly within <laughs> certain markets like tech. Um, like blue collar sectors where you know that people's pockets are being squeezed as business owners yep. cost of living and brexit there's lots of different factors and you know actually the market is it is in a bit of bit of turmoil really but we weren't really ne- I, I was on linkedin in 2009 if i think back facebook was massive like yeah. it was in its growth phase in 2009 i don't think instagram existed you didn't have to. No, it was literally for me. I was in the music industry when I first started. So I wasn't yeah. even using LinkedIn then. I was probably LinkedIn 2010, 11-ish. Yeah. Um, so I was only Facebook and Twitter in those days. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. You probably still had. I mean, I'm trying to think of the other ones, but I can't. So actually, you know, and that's what I love about this conversation that we're going to maybe sort of talk through how things are changing and adapting and where you see things going. So let's stick to LinkedIn because reality is yeah. that's where all recruiters live on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, regardless of your sector, that's where you are. And I think I can't even imagine a sector that isn't on LinkedIn now. So we're, we're recording this in 2023. And I wonder what you think is going to happen to LinkedIn. Do you think at some point it will lose its power and actually start to decline in usage. We are so proud at the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to be sponsored by Pager. Pager helps recruiters to build personal brands, to identify new business opportunities, to attract those hard-to-find candidates, and to basically have better conversations. Now, you will have a large network that you want to build credibility with on LinkedIn, And sometimes posting content every day feels impossible. Now that changes once you have Pager. Pager provides you with the ideas, the content and the scheduling capability to produce daily content to build out your own personal brand in minutes. And for business development too. Pager identifies companies that are advertising jobs, have key hiring indicators such as funding rounds, mergers, acquisitions, or senior appointments, and then alerts you to this daily. Pager also enables you to write candidate-centric job adverts without bias in seconds. So once you advertise your job, Pager will then automatically create a branded post and publish it to LinkedIn without you even having to lift a finger. So when you want to actively source candidates, you can create complex Boolean strings in seconds. All you need to do is to provide the job title and location. 
Now, Pager is making thousands and thousands of recruiters smarter and faster. For more information, click on the link pager.co to book your demo. And remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when inquiring. Now, back to the episode. If I'm entirely honest, I don't think it will. Um, if you think about how long LinkedIn's been around for and how it hasn't really got a direct competitor. It's obviously there's lots of other platforms out there, but there is no direct competitor. Every other social media platform nicks features off each other. And yep. LinkedIn is kind of this standalone platform yep. that just mm -hmm. does its own thing. Mm -hmm. It's yep. never been super sexy, but it keeps growing. And if the latest stats as of January this year, where it's got 900 million users. So I keep telling people when we're sort of doing LinkedIn training, I'm going, well, think where it's going to be in a year's time. It's going to be a billion users. And I do generally think January, February next year, a billion users, it will cross that mark. Mm. And actually in terms of its growth, if you look at how all the platforms have grown or shrunk um, since say COVID and the pandemic, LinkedIn's the one that percentage term, I think it's something like 5% quarter on quarter, 9% year on year that it's growing at. And you look at Instagram and that's dropped slightly in the UK and across mm. the world as well. Mm. And Facebook is kind of only seen slight growth. TikTok mm. is obviously going through the roof. Um, but I think LinkedIn is in a very, very strong position. Yeah, no, it was a bit of a naughty question because I think I agree with you. Uh, and I can't see it diminishing in its value to particularly yeah. recruiters who are our audience um, because of the fact that anyone that has a job or wants a job yeah. is on there, even if it's like in a panic mode. And I think the reality is, you know, from a feature point of view, it is insurmountably the only thing out there. Um, have you learned how to beat the algorithm yet? Oh, the algorithm that keeps changing algorithm. <laughs> you know what? I think I do okay. I've never been one of these people that's been obsessed about going viral. So there are people that are on LinkedIn that get significantly more likes than me and significantly more comments. But I think I always view social media and business as it's a business tool. I want to get results from it. And I genuinely get results from it. So I'm perfectly happy with the level of interaction I get. I, I, I'm not the other side as well. I'm not like um, getting no interaction. I do get quite a bit of interaction compared to some people. Um, but I think, yeah, the algorithm, It's I think if I had to sum up the algorithm in a nutshell, it's ultimately be interesting, but also link it with your business objectives of what you're trying to achieve. Because you, you can be interesting, but still not achieve your business objectives. There's certain mm -hmm. debates that you can put in any single day, like, yep. oh, what do people think about tattoos in the workplace? And it's guaranteed to get like a thousand comments. But is that going to help you um, put the next person in the position? Is it going to help you get through the doors of the companies mm. that you want to work with? Probably not. You're just going to get a lot of heated discussion on there. Mm. Yeah, no, I think there's, a de there's definitely an argument for that. And I think there's a lot of fixation, I agree with you, around, mm. you know, whether a post is actually intended to go viral. Is it? I mean, I, I get comments on on them. Um, my posts when they're particularly personal posts yeah. and you know I'm sharing because I'm, I'm quite happy and open to talk about things that are going on in my personal life and I'll get the most yeah. insane engagement it'll be ridiculous <laughs> but what's the actual ROI on it and yeah I'll post something you know less inverted commas popular 
Um, it might only yeah. have an outreach of say 2000 views uh, as opposed yeah. to, I've already had one this morning where I've posted it at 7am and, and we're recording this at 3pm. It's already had about 90,000 views, um, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, but the post that might only get 2000 views, but it's actually a business related one. It's, you know, I'm talking about maybe a candidate or a client, you know, obviously quite generic. And I actually get a candidate from it who, who I then place and get 10 grand for. That was actually a more valuable post. Exactly. I mean, I just, I use all the platforms. So I've just had a, I did a post on um, Instagram stories this morning. Right. Just before we went into the previous meeting. And literally, it only, I think I haven't checked the stats, but it's, had, it's definitely had less than 100 views on this story. Mm. I got a booking out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like I know. literally. I know. I, so I know. I used to, I used to use the example that whenever I used to talk about, because this was before COVID, but this, one of my most powerful posts, I put a picture on of Peel, me at Peel Tower in, in Ramsbottom. And I was talking about um, flexible working, which was massive before COVID, by the way. Like people wanted it. And yeah. I got two likes, but mm. I got two candidates off it that I placed. So that one post that had two likes earned me 20 grand. <laughs> and I was a bit like, I'd rather have 10 of those posts than yeah. two of the posts that maybe get 100,000 likes or whatever. So yeah. no, I, I do agree with you. I think it's it's really interesting. So you are an expert across a lot of the platforms. Obviously, we've focused particularly on LinkedIn because obviously that's where all recruiters live. But I do think there's a value. And off camera, we were talking around TikTok. And that's something that I've personally tried to focus on since about the end of 2022, much to the horror of my teenage daughters, because I'm not going to stand there and start doing dance moves. I don't think any recruiter will come and choose me as an expert <laughs> in my field because of my moves, although they haven't necessarily seen them. But joking aside, where do you see the value of things like TikTok yeah. when it comes to content creation? And also, are we missing a trick with things like Snapchat in terms of communicating with people? What, what are you seeing overall? We are so proud to be partners of Needy, the gifting revolution. Here at Key Recruitment, we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs, but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. I think overall we've seen several different things. Obviously, we've got to look at the future people of the workplace and they are going to be using TikTok. And I think that that's one of the big things that we've got to think of. But equally, I'm going into colleges and universities and telling the students how to use LinkedIn, not just you should be using LinkedIn like the lecturers tell them, actually the specifics of how to use it. So I think LinkedIn is growing in that respect from the student perspective and the future employees. And I think also, as I said, that they're growing, they're growing up with TikTok and Instagram. 
I would disregard Snapchat and it is really, really hard to use in the reaching out. But I think TikTok and Instagram are definitely things that people should be looking at. As you said, particularly in terms of the content creation, you can do some really fun things. I'm using a lot of the filters. So as I said before in the intro, I, I've got 24 years marketing experience on TikTok. There's a filter that makes you look like a teenager. So I'm doing lots of videos based around me being a 14 year old. And that's when I first started studying business and marketing and people laugh at it and they find it funny. And then I've used like a Mr. Bean filter on TikTok and like going, you wouldn't trust Mr. Bean in your marketing. So why do you hand it to anyone with no marketing experience, no training experience? And you're just handing the keys to the, the people that are representing your business. And I just did this funny thing with Mr. Bean acting awkward and getting everything wrong and it really really works i must so try I think, that one yeah i think short form content on tiktok mm. again it's still early days for me i'm still learning there's people that are younger and prettier than me that have got significantly more followers um but i think again on a business context i have got genuine businesses following me on tiktok that are engaging with my content and I've got to have the patience, but further down the line, I will monetize that. Mm. Yeah, no, that's the thing, isn't it? I think it's about having a strategy and, and ensuring that you're actually putting yourself out there, but having a unique voice to it and, you know, don't, yeah. not doing something that compromises. I love I love the thought of a teenage filter, although I'm not sure I do want to go back to those days of <laughs> one eyebrow and all that, because you didn't really <laughs> groom yourself in the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, but joking aside, I think, um, you know, I think there's definitely a place for it. And I think it's about yeah. ensuring that, you're not compromising what your EVP yeah. is as a business owner, if you're yeah. listening to this now. And I am so pleased you brought it up because Gen Z and Alpha generation, yeah. are, they literally have been brought up on what was musically now TikTok. You know, my, yeah. my, my, do my daughter's 15. I mean, she's literally been on it for 10 years yeah. because it was musically first. So they, the skills that you have as a, yeah. a, as a Gen Zer and obviously the Alpha when they come through, is they can then use those skills in the business that they work for. It's, yeah. But but I'm glad to hear that they're actually educating them. And I didn't know that. That's good that they're educating them about LinkedIn. Because I'm always, and my daughters are both on that. I'm telling all their friends to get on there as soon as they can. Build your business yeah. network as well. Definitely. I think, I think the thing on what we've all got to realise as business owners as well, is that we, you know the stats more than me. I can't remember the specifics, but literally potential employees will check out the person they're going to work for before they actually get in touch with you so yep. how you appear if you're appearing out of date and you're not up to date with the modern modern social media platforms yeah. they might just disregard you on that basis and think you're not the sort of person we mm. want to work with and obviously it opens up to you to hold your audience as well if you're using tiktok because there will be people as we said you're pushing your daughter to be on on linkedin but there'll be there's still a huge amount of resistance oh that's the old person's platform yep. even though it isn't in real terms no that um, no that's facebook apparently yeah i mean the actual age as well on linkedin is actually significantly younger the biggest age group on, on linkedin is is 25 to 34 years old which makes me one of the older people um, me too. On, on so um, wow people, that's a really yeah, interesting people, demographic yeah you, everyone assumes linkedin's old and fully duddy mm. um but you actually make sense 25 to 34 years old they, they've come out of university they've had a few jobs they hate they get the job they love they want career progression they've maybe got kids on the way the first property they need to earn some more money so they're going to be on linkedin building their networks up yeah no it's real everything that you just said there is absolutely true <laughs> I, I totally agree and that's really intriguing and you know i think that we're in an evolution aren't we in terms of social media and it's always changing no one we could be recording this now in 2023 and in two years something else comes up and you're just like oh my god this is incredible um so in terms of 
Well, speaking of which, I mean, obviously it's already here. It's here to stay, chat, GPT, AI. Where do you see yeah. that fitting into people's social media strategies? The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is thrilled to be partnering with Inclusion Crowd. Inclusion Crowd put the D into diversity, but do it disruptively. We love that. Really reflecting what we're about. I was introduced to Inclusion Crowd back in 2020, and I've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector. They believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society and that no matter who you are listening now, you have a story to tell. You have a contribution to make. An Inclusion Crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story, but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion Crowd, like the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialise in our industry. What we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, higher regard, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body for the Inclusion and Diversity Certification Mark within recruitment. We are so proud to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. You know what? It's not going to go away. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Like You can disregard it. You can be snobby about it. It's here and you've got to work out. You've got to work out how it can help you. That's yep. the key thing. So I'm not using it to actually write stuff for me. I'm using it for inspiration. So I'm a, I'm a blogger. I've written over 600 blogs. There does come those points where you're doing the listicle style blogs and you're doing seven reasons, 10 reasons and that kind of stuff. And you've got one less than you need, one less than you actually need. So you go into chat GTP, type the subject in and go, oh, I never thought of that. And that's my, that's my seventh or tenth idea. So that's I'm amazing. using it for stuff like that. But then just a couple of days ago, um, the chat GTP, GPT-4 um, has come out. And I've been reading loads of stuff over the past 24 hours. It's all that anyone has been re reading about, like literally rewriting job adverts and stuff like that people have been using it for just to make them sound more interesting. Wow. And so from a recruitment perspective, it's like it's still super early days. Like I think in this AI and automation is probably where social media was in 2009. Think where it's going to be in two years' time, three years' time. Agreed. It's going to be so bad, so many options. And it's it's ultimately going to make our lives easy. It's not going to replace us. It's going to make our lives easier. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's a, I, I've spoken to a number of people about it, and the word I would say is uh, enabler. I think that's the mm. key thing. It's not here to threaten you. And if you try no. and avoid it, it's like those who, I mean, I am of a generation where, you know, 
the internet and the World Wide Web was only a thing as I was already working. You know, I'm 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 a, I was born in the seventies, so you know, anyone that thought, oh, that, what's this internet? You know, what what's you know, you're still probably in the library going through the encyclopedia trying to find something. <laughs> and so I think it's it's not being afraid of it. It's definitely utilizing it. And I think what you've just said there in terms of how recruiters can use it and incorporate it. You know, you're not. It's not a purely going to create every bit of content, but it'll give you all the ideas. It'll give you maybe sixty yeah. percent of the ideas, and then you still add your own vibe to it and your own voice to it. Writing job adverts, you know, writing content for LinkedIn, but yeah. still put your own personality. In it. Otherwise, we're we're going to be sat here in five years' time, all sounding like robots and literally sounding yeah, the same. I, yeah, I think that's a big issue. I think what the nearest comparison point I'm sort of calling Chat GPT as. It's kind of like Canva was for graphic design. It yeah. enabled people who mm-hmm. experts mm-hmm. to help them produce something, but there is still not, it's still not a replacement for a human being. As you said, you still need to put your, your personality into it. It still needs to be you. And if you think about what we were talking about when we talked about LinkedIn, it's the super personal and the super interesting posts that actually get the interaction, the reach, the new connections and so on. Chat GPT can't do that, however advanced it gets. Yeah. So, it's human and it definitely is human interaction so um yeah. obviously we're recording this in 2023 have you got any big plans for later in the year and any, any events that you're doing or anything like that you know what we do events all all year round we we do Amazing. it's bizarre it's a man running this but we run a, a women's networking event called alex and his sisters oh wow it's really good. We had a hundred people um, a few days ago attend, and the reason I ran it is we had so we've got so many female clients. Like seventy percent of our training clients are women in business, and every time I was going to a networking event at like eight in the morning, my clients weren't able to attend because they had to do the school run and so on. So I, I launched an event at like nine thirty um, in the morning to eleven o'clock. So it's only an hour and a half, but it's super well attended. So that's that's our main event. We run them every two months. In terms of other events. I'm always speaking either online or offline, um, literally at least once a month. So just check my website out, like ultimatehq.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn as Alex McCann. And you'll see what I'm coming up because you might be listening to this in six months' time, a year's time. So just check the Absolutely. Check him out. Check out Mr. Bean videos on TikTok of a 14 year old (laughs) Alex, basically. Oh, it's been so lovely. And I, and obviously off camera, we, we were we were near, we nearly met a few years ago at the wonderful workplace, which uh, a, a very, very fun place in my heart. But it's been so lovely for you to join us today, Alex, on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having us. Cheers.